Welcome to Gamer's Table, a podcast discussion of tabletop role-playing games, war games, movies, books, and various other game topics. Be warned, this show may contain explicit material that may not be suitable for all audiences. Hello and welcome to Gamer's Table. My name is Eric. This is Mike. This is Dan. This is Mark. And I'm Sean. This week we're going to do something a little different. We were uh, graciously given free copies of the PDFs for Hackmaster Basic and the uh, Hacklopedia of Beasts. Kinzer and Company was gracious enough to give us copies of we're that. We're going to put those to good use. Right. So we're going. what we're going to do today is we're going to generate characters for the introductory adventure that we will play at a different date, and then we will uh, give you the update of how we thought the uh, the game went and uh, the system itself. So because we, we have uh, we have high aspirations for this because this could potentially be our new uh, Greyhawk rules set. Right. If this we're lucky. is uh, we're yeah. we're toying with the idea of porting Greyhawk to this. So we'll see how it goes. If it's something that we're willing to to do, then you know we'll we'll update you on that as well. So without further ado, we're going to go around the table and announce what kind of a character you're going. Whatever character you're going to play, class and race. Jason's not here this week, so I'm actually going to help generate his character for him. <laughs> That's going to be the fun. We're actually going to kind of go around the table and help generate Jason's character as a group. So, uh, okay, so we'll start with Mike. Mike, what's your idea for your character? Can't say I've given a lot of thought, but uh, well, I, tend time, toward, <laughs> I tend toward uh, rogue classes. Okay. Back yeah. off the road. All right, Mike. Okay. Well, don't decide. Then Halfling Wizard. Halfling Wizard. You're going to be a Halfling Wizard. Okay. Yeah. I like okay. it. Roll us up with some strength. Mike, Mike is the Halfling Wizard. Dan, what's your decision? Um, I was actually thinking of uh, Wizard also, but after that, I will say... I think uh, I got a good uh, Dwarven mini uh, guy with uh, two axes. Okay. So Dwarven Fighter. Sure. Okay. Uh, Mark? I was thinking about playing a wizard, too. All right. <laughs> <laughs> a whole group of wizards. That, that, that game won't last very long. We split down the middle. I, fighters? I will not be picking wizard. Excellent. <laughs> That's fine. Two, two wizards is fine. So, uh, wizard. Um, so, we've got a halfling wizard and a... Human wizard. Human wizard. Okay. So, we've got a dwarven fighter, halfling wizard, human wizard. Jason has chosen dwarven fighter. Awesome. So, we've got two dwarven fighters. And Sean? Rogue. So, thief. <laughs> what race? Yes. Oh, be a dwarf. Uh, be a dwarf. A dwarven thief? Yeah, why not? Okay, dwarven thief it is. I like dwarves and I like thieves, so let's let's do this. Awesome. Okay. So we've got three dwarves, a halfling, halfling, and a human. It's perfect. <laughs> it sounds like a perfect group to me. <laughs> All righty then. Okay, so starting with Mike. All right, Mike. So let's uh, let's fire up some stats. All right. Well, uh, following Appendix One of the character creation procedure provided by Kinzer and Company. Is that on the website? That's it is. at uh, Kinzer and Company specifically. Yeah, he was the one that uh, made contact with us, so thank you very much. I think in the interest of playtesting, I'll switch to cl- uh, Cleric. Okay. Mm. So you're going to be a halfling cleric. Yep. I like okay. it. I like it. Taking one for the team, Mike is. Yeah. Character needs scores for strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, charisma, and comeliness. Uh, base ability scores are decided by rolling 3d6. For each ability, also has a percentage fractional ability. Mm. So think aces and eights, because the same company makes that. You have the fractional ability. So like the old school... D&D strength, where it was 18-whatever percent, all stats have that percentage now. Yeah, that uh, that plays into the ability to buy up stats after you've rolled them. All right, that so, determines 
Right. Okay. If you don't like the results that you roll, you can try to adjust them to suit your needs. So then if you don't like them, or we could just go straight down the line for this playtesting one-off. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, part of character creation, yeah, they give you the ability to to swap stats or swap all of them or right. buy them up or down right. based right. with uh, with the points that you get. We'll start with Mike who is uh, rolling 3d6. We're going to go we're going to go straight down the line on this and then adjust as needed. So, yep, 3d6 and a percentage. Same time. Yeah, sure, why not? Here we go. And now you're full of dice. Let's keep in mind you're a halfling mm-hmm. cleric, so strength's irrelevant. Just tell yourself that. Here we go. Here you go. That's when he's going to roll the 18. It's hot. That is not an 18 no. by any stretch of the imagination. So far, so good. Nine. Nine, Nine 40%. Nine 40%, right. yes. That's not bad. For a halfling, that's great. No, that's not that's bad. He's buffed. Okay. Here's my strength for a dwarven fighter. Probably not. Uh, oh, yeah, that's I, I rolled 46. Uh, cheater already, man. Oh, wow. Watch that. For, he's got six fingers on each hand. Ooh, that's yeah, a, you uh, that's a serious fighter seven, right there, man. 790. Yes, what are you fighting? Yeah. Not he's a pillow a... biter. He ain't no fighter. <laughs> I'll, have to do, I'll have to do some stat swapping or something. All right, and Mark, you're rolling for your human wizard strength. Yep. Sickly, the 10th door. Mm. Uh, it's an 858. Man, we are on fire. I got this. I got All right, dwarven baby. thief. Let me, let me hear. Listen, boys, here it comes. <laughs> this is how you do it. Yes, oh that's how you do God. it. You're a rogue. It doesn't Man. matter. Man. What is that? 840. 840. <laughs> we ought to just keep these. <laughs> keep oh, yes. I like it. All right, here we go. This is uh, this is for Jason. I'm rolling Jason's strength. I guess He's we're going to go have around the, best stats around the table. You know he will. Because I'm right here. Yep. Oh yep. my God. Yep. That's a fifteen twenty-eight. What the? That's karma. Coming, I don't know Great. which which way. Well, at least at least our fighter is strong. Okay. He did that on purpose. <laughs> one of our fighters is no, strong. No, he's saying the other one isn't a fighter. Oh uh, damn it! <laughs> roll like a three intelligence. All right, Mike. All right, Mike. Here we go. Intelligence for the uh, halfling cleric. Oh, you need this. Come on, baby. Not bad. Average. Not bad. Eleven. Mm, it's fine. Hey, double digits. Take it's it. Fine. It's good. It's right. Like Eighty-three. There you go. This is going to be a fun group. Intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> you fight him. No, you fight him. Intelligence for the Ooh, dwarven fighter. Dwarven fighter. Uh, Eleven fifty-four. That's a very intelligent uh, he's, fighter. He's a he's a wily fighter. Yes, right. he fights smarter, not harder. That's right. <laughs> Average three d six is is nine. Right, three on each. Uh, okay, two threes and a four, so it's ten. Ten. Average is ten. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Intelligence for the human, human wizard. wizard. Yeah. Oh, dun, dun, dun. oh, nice roll. Uh, yeah. 1352. 1352. Yeah. Thought we had another pickles on our hands. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> Let me warm these up. There we go. Uh, cook me up a three. Dwarven got gotcha. you. Right here. Right three. here. Yahtzee. Mm. Damn it. Eight. Eight. 23. I rolled an eight last time. He's a child of the streets. The dwarven, the harsh dwarven streets. That means he's been on the streets for a long time. <laughs> I rolled eight. Eight. Like right. ninety years. Uh, on somebody the else is somebody else rolling Jason's uh, intelligence. I don't. I want con. So oh, I'll, I'll take someone the bust up his character. Here, here we go. I got this. All right, I'll strong. take the intelligence. Come on, snake eyes. <laughs> uh, Nine. Nine. Twenty five. <laughs> He's average. Average He's intelligence. All right. He's all right. All right. Now it's Mike. Wisdom for the halfling cleric. Oh, uh, God, I hope I get Oh, Billy, Billy, this Billy. This is uh, important, really. Yes, this is important. Mm-hmm. They're all important. Gotta give up, Mike. That That is not that, good. That is a six. <laughs> oh, oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yes. yes. Hello, yes. Pickles. <laughs> Let's give the golf clap for the... Uh, in- six wisdom. Six wisdom cleric. Up top. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it high. All right. Wow, we have got one goofy group here. 
Hey, this is how uh, Z-Prince's campaign started out. Mm. You know. I rolled really good for Z-Prince. Yeah, oh, Mac What is that for? <laughs> A 17. What's 17 for 780. his wisdom? Oh, no, you're kidding me. 1708 for a fighter. <laughs> you're very wise. wise. I'm very old. You sound like you're the leader. <laughs> you're very wise. There's going to be some stat swapping. <laughs> I can't swap. I got eights on everything. <laughs> it's very easy to swap. All right. The wizard. I have to we, we, uh, wisdom for the wizard. Not oh, so no, important. he's not. Yep. Uh, 1035. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, not bad. 17 wasted. All right. <laughs> Wisdom. Nah, don't really care here. Oh. What do you get? 16. 16. Yes. Yeah. 16, 13. He's a, well, you know. Spotting traps here, get this. Him. I rolled two eights, which is 16. This is true. There's a pattern forming here. <laughs> I can see that's going to be my right. next, bro. Uh, who's rolling Jason's wisdom? I don't want, I don't want wisdom. I want either looks or constitution. <laughs> That is an 11. 11? 11, 12. 12. Nice. Okay. Uh, Dex. All right. Mm, this one's important. Oh, no. Wait I'm sorry. It's I'm Mike's, out of order. Dex for... Dexterity for a cleric. 18. 8. No. Terrible. Ah. Terrible. <laughs> Seven? Somebody yeah. fondle my dice. <laughs> Where's my ex girlfriend when I need her? <laughs> what is that? In-house dice handler. 940 for my decks. 940? Yes. Oh, God, I got to have my decks. Do it. Cook it up. Wizard. Come on, wizard. Roll up that 18 decks. Uh, 13. 13. 1301. Oh, wow. Oh, one. All right, come on. I got to have a good decks. Come on, baby. 1179. Constitution. Who wants it? Anybody taking it? Wait a minute. Uh, This is Jason's decks. Oh, Jason's decks. I got it. All right. Three. Oh, mm. Nope, 12. 12. 12, 30. He, might, keep, he, he might just keep these stats, you know. Yeah. All right, Michael. Come on. I'm going to do a little cheating now. Uh-oh, uh, cheating. All, all my ones are... Uh, oh. oh. Oh, it's a dice rolling strategy. Because that matters. Hey, Hackmaster, uh, they, they, they promote... a whole chapter based on dice rolling. Right, dice rolling techniques and the flip. And doing the... Yeah, the, the flip. The, the, the uh, backspin flip. Nice. It did not work. <laughs> okay, That's I'm, the second six. You can just jump you. right in, Mike. you got to practice. Here, I'm stacking mine to That's warm good. up. <laughs> wow. That's good. Here, look. I like this guy. He's There's got two Mike sixes. Mike attempted the, uh, the backhand, which is an experienced move. Uh, yes. I got a uh, 11, 14, 14, 17 for Khan. I always use the backhand. Also known as the stranger, I yes, believe. Yes, it is. <laughs> He's been sitting on it this whole time. <laughs> this is you. So, what am I doing? You're doing con. Oh, you're constitution, dude. This ought to be interesting. Holy yep. shit! Oh, my God. 1732. Oh, <laughs> my. That is the stoutest wizard. I don't think all my stats add up. To I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I think my I'll keep that one sitting for on safety's sake. Triple six. So I'm invoking the evil spirit here. <laughs> And he and didn't he help. failed you. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, man. Dice. Constitution of seven. Yeah, Satan don't work for free, man. you got to offer something Satan up. Satan don't work for free. <laughs> man. Put that on a shirt. I'll this sacrifice is, this my is Jason's con, right? Jason's constitution. All right. Cook it up. Oh. <laughs> nice one. That's a 1546. Damn. He's a 46. Yeah. He's a stout son of a... Damn. He's 15 strength, 15 con. I gotta make Damn. up for these bad rolls with a good look. Ding, half. There you go. 
Nope. Nope. Not even that. Eight. 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 That's a surly looking son of a bitch right there. I gotta get rid of that. A face only a mother can love. Wow. It's awesome. Man, Uh, these dice are. All right, now for my looks. It'd be a pretty dwarf. I don't know. I don't think they make those. This time they did. That's a 13. Eight. Man. I need something. (laughs) All right. Man, your dice nice. are hot. Yeah, that's not bad. That's a fifteen seventy four. Dice are hot, and it, uh, apparently, it sounds like his ass is wet because he just. <laughs> yeah, you might want to dash. Nah, it's, it's not so much wet as just you know. Here we go. Moist. Breezy. <laughs> Give me something hot. Anything above average. Eleven. Way to set the bar low. Thirty nine. There. Hot. Eleven thirty nine. That's now, that's the highest number I've rolled yet. As this is Jason's looks. Jason's look. Let me roll it because I, right, I want to hit yeah, that. Last thing I rolled was his strength. Hit that. All right. Well, would you hit that? Let's see the hit that roll. Yeah, brother, right <laughs> yeah. there. Seven sixty. Yep, seven sixty percent. That is oh, awesome. Right, seven. Ugly. I'm, I'm better looking than someone. So I'm eleven. All right, ready for charisma? Oh boy, charisma. It's important for a cleric, Mike. You didn't mm. care uh, at all. Wow. Do you have anything above a ten? One stat. And that's oh, an 11. My God. My 11's my highest. Might be a diet at birth. Wow. I don't have anything great. over 11. All I've right. only got, I got single digits I believe on there's a, uh, there is a rule called the, uh, the innkeeper rule. Holy mackerel! Natural wow. 18, bitch. 18. Oh, 1844. My God. You are <laughs> For charisma. Charismatic bastard. Charismatic dwarf. This is the greatest dwarf and fighter ever. <laughs> He's charismatic and wisdom wise. He's all he's all what wisdom and charisma. So maybe we should have uh, picked classes after we yeah. rolled stats. You're definitely geared up to play a, uh, the cleric. Yeah, yeah, because hey, I got a I got a 17 wisdom and an 18 charisma. But that oh. ain't life, brother. It's a true story. Actually, I have a wizard stats because I have a 16 wisdom. I didn't realize that. I'd be a decent rogue. My intelligence is low though. <laughs> Perfect. A handsome rogue used to getting beat up, so he's all tough. <laughs> now for Alrighty. charisma. All right, my charisma. Ha ha! Nine ten. Perfect. <laughs> Nine ten. All right, let's see how charismatic I am. Here we go, baby. Yeah, it's still doing it. Oh my! Four. There you go. Four. <laughs> A four. Ten. This guy is awesome. Four ten percent. What's your what's your way looks? to finish that off? Four ten eleven. Oh wow! Four you are a f- ten. Mm. Uh, you don't even have great personality. You know what four ten is? He's a douche. It's a, it's, it's a small shotgun that I'm going to use on my face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, Jason's charisma. Oh yeah, it's very important. Somebody? Anybody? Too bad we. Uh, okay. Oh, no. Getting... You roll a d6. You roll a d6. I roll a oh, d6. Yeah, here we Mike go. and Eric, you each roll d10s. All right. You roll the, you roll the percentage. Out. I'll roll the the one. I got a Mike. two. Two. All right. Good job. Way to hold up. Two. 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 <laughs> ten. 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 Sixteen. Six. Oh, man. So it almost couldn't have gotten any worse. Sixteen. Sixteen. Oh, that's Damn. beautiful. Perfect. Yep. Yeah, the user, he's definitely a lovable guy. Well. All right, so. Well, let's talk about this shopkeeper rule. Okay, yes. The <laughs> shopkeeper rule is if your character has no single raw stat of at least 13. So if you do not have a 13 or better. That's, that's me. That's two guys oh, at this table. One. Oh, you did? I got, yeah, a, 16. got a 16. Everything else is. So does this mean I'm a shopkeeper? Well, what? what that means, Mike, is if you do not have at least a 13 in one stat or two raw stats of five or less. Oh, I got a four and a seven. Oh, <laughs> so close. <laughs> Looks like you're keeping your, your guy, guy is destined to greatness. Mike, uh, you are a shop. Your guy is a shopkeeper. What that means is 
It says no stra- no stat of at least 13 or two stats of five. You name your character. So what is your character's name? That would be Billy Barty. Billy Barty. And then you hand your character sheet to Nothing. the GM. And he is now Billy Barty, Barty the shopkeeper. And he becomes an NPC. <laughs> and you get a whole and new you get guy. to start all over again. All right. I'm glad we have a stack of character sheets. Yes. <laughs> all right. So let's do a real quick roll for you, Mike. We'll just, just announce what you're rolling for and then roll it. String. Much better. Well, much better. 13. Yeah, much better. Yeah. That's good. So it sounds like he's an official keeper as of uh, right now. He one, is officially wonderful. legal. Intelligence. Oh, oh, oh. 16. It's not bad. What are your percentages? 70. 70. Wisdom. It's looking like uh Dude, the way you nine. spread those out, I can't even tell what you rolled. <laughs> That's by design. <clears throat> Day. 13. 45. 13, 45. After that little double swap, mine actually looks really good. Con. 10. Yeah. Switching that... Uh, so, wait a minute. You switched your con... What do you switch? Because your your con is now sixteen as a thief. That is a twelve. Looks not bad. Well, my wisdom was sixteen. Yeah. My wisdom, or my con was seven. I understand. Okay, so you bumped your con. I I I, I see what you did. Okay, it's good. It's good. That's You're good. Eight. Eight. Ten. Charisma. You Charisma. went from being sickly to being very healthy. Yes. I got you. Because I figured it. Okay, so Mike, percentage to determine your quirk. Quirks. None of these are game-breakingly bad. They're game-breakingly awesome. Uh, To quote the book, characters are required to roll once on each table, gaining a quirk and a flaw. Don't fret that these unique traits are going to ruin your character. After all, we haven't included truly debilitating quirks like juvenile diabetes or loves (laughs) Avril Lavigne. (laughs) But you can can buy off. You can buy a re-roll for one build point. Yes. Have you seen my abilities? Your abilities rock. <laughs> so we're rolling once. I'm rolling I would once say for Sean each loves one, 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 each chart. one for Actually, that's a plus, isn't okay. it? Loves Avril Lavigne. Yeah, I love Avril. I was going to say you love Avril Lavigne. You're not a fan of her music. There is a difference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for what? I'll be your skater boy. <laughs> 16. I'll dust off my 16. Skateboard. Fear of Heights. A halfling who is oh, afraid that of is heights. very appropriate, I, I think. cannot have that one. The Fear of Heights says... <laughs> Character with this quirk, rational fear that they will fall uh, to their painful death whenever, con- whenever confronted with a sharp change in elevation of 10 feet or more. While they are distrustful of ropes and bridges, flight is completely is a complete non-starter. B.A. Baracus. Yeah, so you just, uh, <laughs> you will never consciously allow yourself to become airborne. We have to knock him out every time we climb something. First thing we do, get flying mounts. Level one. All right. Quirk. Quirk. 59. 59 is miserly. Ooh. That's very appropriate, I think. Very dwarvy. If I think I know the... Yes, uh, you find it nigh impossible to justify spending even a mere copper piece on anything that isn't absolutely essential. I want that. So, as a group, you'd be yes. like, you're like, is that necessary? <laughs> no, it is not. Not spend any of my money on that crap. <laughs> As a thief, you think that'd be mandatory? <laughs> kind of would. Yeah. Well, no, I want you to opulent be... thief. Sure. Well, then again, I do like. Yeah, you like splurge. You, yeah, so you would not splurge if you were my. That's true. All right, cook All right. it up, Mark. Mark, roll it up. Forty-nine. Forty-nine, 49 is greedy. Ooh, oh, I now like that it. I do have to have. <laughs> <laughs> just take the flaws and quirks you want. Four. Oh, where's where does this go? Uh, it's quirks and flaws. Quirk. Yeah. So, although the adventure, all many adventurers live to obtain wealth, characters with this quirk can never have enough. <laughs> For them, wealth does not represent material prosperity or security. It's simply a scorecard to rank themselves against their peers. Yeah. 
Such characters often engage in outrageous displays of copious consumption just to let everyone know how wealthy they are. Uh, they do anything to accumulate more and more riches, including lying to, stealing from, or, decepting pe- or deceiving people. Including friends and close companions. <laughs> See, now I really like that that's because a bonus. that's some, that's that's a trait <laughs> that you you think of for maybe a, a, a flame point fighter or a thief, but not a wizard. No, w- right. wizard so is that puts a whole different spin on a right. wizard. Right? Yeah, he's like you know, it's like man, we really should uh, you know like research or you know give give the wizard some money to research this, but he, he just made his pocket it. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this, yes. Mortellan? <laughs> All right. Perfect. John. John. Come on, baby. Percentage. Give me greed. 96. 96 is superstitious. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, characters who are superstitious. Oh, you need to roll a uh, 10 side oh. to determine what you're superstitious yes. of. I, see, I love charts. So a ten, you are superstitious of what? One 10 sider? Yes. Oh, boy. Let's go with the crystal. Nine. Nine. You have has a magic charm that you believe help protects you. Will do nothing until he fondles the charm for good luck. God. If you lose it, you cannot function until you find it. Like a lucky rabbit's foot. Yeah, or just something you're like, oh, I can't, I can't be without so, my superstition. My lucky lighter, lucky charm, <laughs> lucky lighter. <laughs> All right, now it's Jason's turn. Jason, oh, Jason's turn. Uh, allow me. Okay. Ah, uh, hold on a second. Let's. What? Which one do we? Ooh, I think I want Jason <laughs> to role play a compulsive liar. Let's see what he gets. 57. Is miserly as well. Two dwarven misers. The dwarven brothers. Perfect. (laughs) Okay, both are miserly. All right, now now it's for the flaws. Flaws. All right, Michael. 37. 37. 37 is flatulence. Oh, God. (laughs) I seem to be suffering from that this evening. (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) Guess yes. Yes. Uh, flatulence. Person with this flaw has an unsavory habit of constantly producing excessive body, bodily gas. Most well, people shun a flatulent person. He's Therefore, a I, he well. loses one point of charisma. Oh, snap. <laughs> That's not good for a thief. Now, I was going to say it'd be great trying to sneak and prop, hiding in a shadow in my pants. That knocks me down to seven. Flatulence works for a little halfling, eating all the time, drinking a lot of beer. Like, ooh, ooh, burp. shouldn't have done that. <laughs> have had the extra pint. All right. Uh, okay, sorry. Uh, Dan's uh, flaw. Flaw. 62. 62 is myopia. I don't know what that means. That that means you are short, you are nearsighted, sir. A dwarf who is nearsighted? Yes. Okay. So no range combat Commonly called nearsightedness, characters with this disability can only adequately focus their vision on objects relatively close. The further an object is, the blurrier it becomes. Use of missile weapons becomes problematic, and you get a minus one to apply distances greater than 40 feet. You're not an archer. And then for every additional 20 feet, it's an additional minus one. Well, that sucks. Call you squints. You can also... Nearsighted characters also have difficulty distinguishing distant objects, thus attempting to conceal oneself from their sight is twice as effective. So people hiding from you, they get a... a, That's okay. Is this something that could be remedied by a monocle? (laughs) Because I feel as though I need a monocle. Maybe a magical monocle. If you're going to be miserly, you should have a monocle. I think so, too, yes. Okay. Awesome, Mark. This is where it sucks. Nah. Mike, Mike just pointed out that he has three turn modifier. Lisp, lisp. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. A wizard with a lisp. How are you going to cast spells? You got a lisp. 
Uh, a person with a list su- suffers little in the way of damage because of this flaw. However, a lisping person loses a point of charisma due to this speech <laughs> wow. impediment. Additionally, others may have a hard time understanding the speech of a person who lisps. People often make fun of those who talk funny, so lispers can find themselves in more brawls than usual. <laughs> wow. Awesome. Uh. So what do you think? <laughs> yeah, magic mythle. <laughs> All right, John. Here we oh, go. I don't want to roll. I pass. Roll your flaw, I'm sir. I'm going to pass on this Roll one. your flaw. Everyone rolls. You can spend a build point to re-roll. Yeah, that's mark. true. Build point to re-roll. Build point to re-roll. You I'll don't have like one. And you're want this later. But you have to keep it. Here we go. Here we go. 80. 80. Yes, yes. He's done. Less than him. five. Less than five. Do it. Less than five. Oh, my God. Why? Just do, do it. it. Seven. <laughs> yes. 87. This is funny. Sterile. You're sterile. You could have been a sleepwalker. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, sterile. You might be considered a boon to those lecherous types fearful of long-term co- consequences of their debauchery. It could be problematic if his afflicted uh, character cannot produce heirs. Wow. My guys swim in circles. <laughs> I'm sterile. I can live with that. <laughs> that's not a flaw. That's a Sean. I don't roll elf. That's a bonus. <laughs> I demand a reroll. All right. One, you one spend your point? You no, I, I think Sean should have to reroll. He got a benefit, not a flaw. <laughs> Here's the thing I have a charisma of a five. Yeah, <laughs> who's going <laughs> to sleep with me? <laughs> So it, it nulls out, okay. <laughs> awesome. You're burnt by acid. Burnt your boys off. Jason's the most important thing. And, or his uh, flaw. His flaw. Oh, let me get his flaw. Keep oh. it in the family. Make yeah, it good. Let me get this. Roll it up. Here, listen, Jay. Here it comes. I'm going to do you right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. 90. That's an 09, sir. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 900. Allergies. Allergies. Yes. A dwarf with an allergy. Roll another. Roll a D10. Roll a D10. Somebody hit the 10. Got it. Cook it up. Seven. Seven. He's allergic to insect stings. Doesn't oh like the bees. Oh, my God. He doesn't like to be outdoors. Mm. Bees. Okay. I can't blame him on that. Okay, so it says here, insect stings. Characters suffer a minus four penalty when attempting to saving throw versus the effect of an insect sting. So, essentially, he loses his plus four from his constitution from that poison. Okay, so wow. who now, Mike or Eric is running this? I am. Eric is running this. So first adventure, even if it's not in there, you got to work in some like wasps. No, listen, worms. listen, man. Insects dig spiders. Not being insects, do not have venom that triggers this allergy. A one on the saving throw means the character has died from anaphylactic shock. Holy yeah. God! <laughs> and they said this wasn't bad. <laughs> granted, Dude, that's a long shot. But if he dies on the first adventure, I will my pants from a bee sting. That's awesome. Oh my! These guys think God. everything. <laughs> oh my God! He's dying. Somebody get the adrenaline. See a dwarf who just <laughs> runs. And I only tolerate dwarves, so I'm not sucking the poison out. That yeah. is funny. I only tolerate dwarves. That really sucks. <laughs> You're dying. <laughs> that would have been even funnier if you were playing the priest. Oh, my God. Can't help you, bud. That is great. Bees are natural, sir. <laughs> Honey nectar. All right. Oh, let's roll up some hit points, and then we'll be done. All right. Oh, yeah. yep. All right. So what do we think? Um, well, Hackmaster, Hackmaster Basic, I, I, I think, well, first of all, I, I want to clear the air that uh, I totally screwed up the initiative system. Well, how'd uh, you do that? Really? Um, yeah. It, the way I ran it was more like a D&D initiative system, and as I researched it more, it's more like Aces and Eights. Where you, yeah, I'm sorry, uh, I, I still don't follow. 
a continuing <laughs> a continuing track. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. So let's say you're Sean. Let's say you rolled and you add your uh, weapon speed right at, to your raw initiative score, and let's say you get an eight. Okay. Then you do the count up: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Sean, you go. I go on eight. Okay. Make your attack or make your move. You make your move. Okay. And then you say. I want to, and at the end of your move, then you say, I want to do this. And I go, okay, that, let's say you want to stab the guy again. Okay. Your weapon speed is four, let's say with a, a knife or a shiv or something. So then he would go on 12. 12. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, or just, yeah, it would just, uh, so you would go four ticks later rather than having to wait for an entirely next round. Hmm. So if you have somebody like, let's say, somebody with a, a two-handed axe, whose their weapon speed is like a 16 or 17 or whatever, plus their whatever they rolled, you might stab them three times before they get their axe to Holy bear. Holy cow. And, you know, and then like drawing drawing a new weapon is like a four count or whatever. So That would have made it go a lot faster. Well, yeah, and, and it, it also makes Would have made a weapons, lot more attacks, too. Yeah, yeah. it makes small weapons mm-hmm. a heck of a lot more efficient. Uh, yeah, I was and deadly. One of the fastest guys on yeah, the had a dagger. time. Yeah, right. yeah. So I was rolling like sixes and sevens. Right. We're biting us in the ass so yeah. quick, quickly. My, my big thing was uh, I have I'll uh, I'll do the things I dislike first because there are things I like better. And that's the good stuff you want to hear about. The thing I think that they really need to do because we we also totally kind of hosed character generation. Yeah, yeah. I think they need, or or maybe the community needs to make a uh, a character worksheet because kind of like you, they do with aces and eights. Yeah, because you alter your stats like two right. maybe three different times during character generation, and then right. you've got points to spend at one point in time for certain things, and you have other points. That right. we found out later that we got for other things. Right. Yeah, I remember, I think, Sean telling me about that. I unfortunately wasn't here for character gen. Actually, right. fortunately, you were not because it was fun. <laughs> your char- yeah, well, your character, that, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah we, we kind of like community, made your character like as a community, and your character ended up being awesome. Yeah. I, I think from Probably now the best on, character out of the that's group. how we should do it. Yeah. Just every, everybody make characters. Yeah, everybody's character is well, a group effort. I know. Just looks. I know, I know one guy that wouldn't like that. Well, this well, is true. The abilities of each character too didn't represent what they were actually playing. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. Thing. Yeah, because <laughs> our our mage was actually more or less a, a fighter. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was more of a Gandalf. Yeah, he was getting in there, you know, whacking. Uh, well, stuff I, see, his, uh, see I, I like the the analogy that uh, if to go back to the Arnold Schwarzenegger Conan movie, you're too big to be a thief. He was almost like the too big to be a, a wizard. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he's this big lumbering kind of guy. And but that's you know, that actually adds to the charm of the character, though. If you were to base everything based on you know, if you're going to power game and you're going to you know, if everything is based on a stereotype or an archetype, then you're always going to play a a, a feeble old wizard. But I I, kind of like that idea of kind of deciding what you're going to do beforehand. Now, now, Hackmaster wants you to buy into a class, it costs character build points to buy into certain classes in your race dictates what is easier and what's That was harder. one of the things that I liked because I liked the idea that, that certain races are, are more predisposed to certain classes. Right. And there's a physical game mechanic to that. And they right. don't outright outlaw it like D&D used to. Right, right, right yeah. Right. So, yes, a, a dwarven wizard, you could play it. It's rare, 
And because, you know, most people aren't going to want to spend the extra points to do that. But you can if you really want to. And I think that kind of play, that's a, that is a good thing. I like the way that it's, the way the book's laid out, I don't necessarily like. Especially that was when, my number two thing. And maybe that's because we didn't really know what we were doing. But it felt like when we were generating characters and when we were playing, I was flipping back and forth all the time. And, right. And too well, much. So I, don't, I don't remember us having that problem with the Aces and Eights book, did we? I mean, that's because that I'm seems... pretty sure we had even we had less of an idea what we were doing. Well, and not only that. <laughs> But, I mean, but wasn't the Aces – I've got it right there. Isn't the Aces and Eights book very linear? Uh, no, it for, is not. It's not? It's back and forth. You have to go um, like for your traits and all that stuff. You have like a, a table of traits that you roll for your, your quirks and traits. And then you've got to flip, then the gotta flip to the back right. for the, the quirks and then even farther back for the traits. It's, it's right. really kind of hodgepodge put together too. Right. At least that's the way it feels when you're making a character. I can understand – if you read it cover to cover – it flows just fine, and I think Hackmaster works the same way. You know, if, if we knew what we were doing, we wouldn't notice it. So well, much and it's like anything else. You get used to. I mean, it's like the player's handbook in D anD. D. Right. I know when we first got it in what was that eighty nine, eighty eight. You talking about uh, second edition? Yeah, second edition. Right. I remember that was totally alien to us. That was the first sure. new book we'd had in years, mm-hmm. and I remember. I think we were. I think we went to Florida. On our, yeah, vacation. You bought it when we were in Florida. I remember us looking at it on the way back and just thinking, oh, my God, this is so confusing. And right. by the time we got home, we knew where everything was. Yeah. And I think that's another thing that, that, I, that I wanted to bring up. As fumbling as we were through uh, character generation in, in playing, I don't think that we necessarily gave it a fair enough shake, you know? I mean, just one night, uh, three or four hour right. block, n- having to learn and play a new game and explain what you're, you know, the way the game rolls and things like that. It it, it probably isn't a fair assessment. I was going to the say there's, there were for me there were I got my my list of positives. They they definitely outweigh the negatives, so I can definitely see that there there's a there's something to work with there. I right. think. Right. Most certainly. My, my number one favorite thing I was happy about was to initiative, use. Yeah, which we did wrong. And I like that, that we did it wrong. So it's even <laughs> more like Aces and Aces than I thought. Because I love that they brought well, back speed factor. The shot clock or the track? The, the track, yeah, yeah. The initiative Because the shot clock we didn't use at all. No. no, no there, Nobody had a there, range there, there is there no is shot clock. No. They don't but, use it. I thought no, no. you said they did use a no, shot no. clock. They, no, they, it's the initiative track. Yeah, the, okay. they the I thought I heard track. you say the other day that they had a shot clock. Yeah, because I love that I was fighting with a battle axe that should be much slower than than Sean with his dagger. And I like that that is represented in this system. Right, right, yeah. And, you know, uh, people who are stronger, you know, know how to fight with it, they can bring that down because they know how to maneuver it better than somebody who's just lumbering and trying to hit stuff with, you know, with the big axe. So I did like that. I think that the magic system, although we really didn't get into it real well. I think he got to cast... Ah, spell. It's what did he cast? I don't even remember. Uh, like an acid burn kind of. Okay. Yeah, flame. It was a flame. It was a flame yeah. spell. It's uh, like a damage over time kind of flame thing. It was right. It catches things on fire. It was the the, the magic system. I had it almost had to go back to the old D and D mindset with it. I mean, it uses spell points, which is nice. But I think in if you put it into fourth edition D and D terms, the magician becomes really, really. Uh, like a tertiary character until you get high enough level where they're going to be able to do some cool stuff because that's why you sack up and hit stuff with your staff like and and that's what mark was doing he was he was hitting things with his staff and he was doing he was very effective with it and Mm -hmm. that was okay he was effective with it for my number two thing that i like i love the fact that damage explodes yes right because you you can get that that one really awesome hit in you know maybe even a one shot most of your most of your weapons the damage is the way they notate it in the book is like 
4D4P, which means that it, you know, it, it explodes. And P stands for POW. Yeah, I guess. Uh, is, it is P, right? No, it stands for POW. POW. That's an inside joke. Sorry. So, but anyway, the notation is that so every you roll however many D4, and the 4s would explode at a minus 1. So you roll another, if you roll another 4, you get to add 3 to the damage, and then roll again at a minus 2. So it just goes that way until it's done. The thing I like about that is when you're using D4s, Chances are you're going to roll quite a few fours. Any other dislikes or likes about it that you you can think about? The skills, I was trying to figure out uh, if I like or dislike it. There's so many skills right. in this, right? But when we were doing 3.5, let's say, that was normal. And then the trend of games nowadays is to consolidate all the skills in these skill groups. Right. And so now I got to used to that. And so now going back to this, you know, you got all these skills. And it seemed very weird going back to... Yeah. Um, the the way the skill system works is you have what... Uh, when you, you put points into what they call a mastery die. And you roll that... You Let's say... Pick one at random, Mike. Hiding? Okay, let's say hiding, which was which is linked to which stat? Uh, intelligence or dex intelligence or dex and you t- always take the lower of the two. i like that mm-hmm. so then you would roll a d12 add your intelligence or dex whichever is less that's what percent you have in hiding the thing i don't necessarily like is i, I mean i love percentage based skills i i think that i love to roll percentage that's why the thing i don't like about it is that the modifiers are so there's a, a wide range of the, well, the way the modifiers are well it's because they do it in reverse of how you th- what 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 feels natural, right? You because you have to roll under your stat. There's a lot. Yeah, of you're starting low. Attractive. Yeah. The, I mean, the one thing I really love about the skill system is that diminishing returns. The higher you are in a skill, the harder it is to advance in a skill. Yeah, I do. Where like basically that too. everything else, it's just a linear track mm-hmm. all the way down. Right. Yeah. yeah I, I do like that because it keeps. It keeps you from just keep constantly rolling to D12s after you've already got like a 60 in a skill. It keeps it from getting too crazy too fast. And I have this problem with aces and eights also. If you have a high enough stat, then you essentially get your your level of... Uh, You're double dipping, almost. Pretty much. You're double, kind of double dipping onto your skills, and then you have some of your like basic skills or universal skills... Kind of high, and I know on the aces and eights uh, character generator or character builder, you uh, if you have high enough stats, it'll say you have free increases in these and all this other stuff. And I think that it I think it puts a little too much emphasis on stats. Well, it does, but I think that it also it also kind of wants it almost like encourages power gaming because right. when you're getting free stuff and and things are so high that you're getting you know th- getting things for free. Now, Hackmaster kind of goes away from that, whereas in aces and eights. You can uh, the cost of a skill goes down if you have high enough stats. Yeah, I think they they improved that with yeah, Hackmaster right. over Aces and Eights. Right. So I, I in that I like it. I don't without a character generator though. Character generation is so long and it's, cumbersome. It's yeah, it's very unintuitive. I don't mind if it's maybe cumbersome, but it doesn't kind of flow naturally. Was was my thinking? And again, this is all because I'm sure we weren't this quite is doing peri- it right. It's a peripheral game for us, you know. If this as I hope it, if it becomes our Greyhawk rule system <laughs> in a year, you know, Mike, yeah, Mike laughs. We, we we need this to make a I'm gonna, I'm going to keep poking that. I I after having played it, I don't know it, I mean, I could see where we could port Greyhawk to this rule set, it wouldn't be that difficult. Know the rules a lot. Exactly. The we would be tripping over the rules a lot more, and, and I we think need more than basic rules. 
Yeah. Well, but yeah, we, those have, are coming out. we have the one thing that we all loved, I think I think I can say, was the uh, the Hacklopedia of Beasts. Yes. yes. That yes. is motivation right, right. there yeah. to port it because that thing is great. Uh, yeah, it's uh, that and the aesthetics of the game itself, the book itself, uh, both the Hackmaster Basic and the uh, Hacklopedia of Beasts, I just I like the way they're written. They're very well written, and it's not just crunch rule, crunch rule, crunch rule. It incorporates uh, humor and things like that to where you're, you're after a while reading a, a game book, you're like, Ugh, it's like you know. reading stereo instructions, right? Exactly, it's uninteresting. It's uninteresting. But then there's the there's just little quips in there, just to add, you know, like talking about quirks and flaws, and it says, you know, we didn't include like really really tragic flaws, like you know, uh, juvenile diabetes or you know, fan of Avril Lavigne. I don't you know, know. <laughs> you but know. Uh, Jason did get the worst one with the uh, allergy to uh, yes, oh, bee yeah. things. He th- theoretically could die. It was no, not bee stings. It, it was insects. all insects, right? So yeah. I said, you mean like if I get by a mosquito, I'll die? Yes. What? Yes. <laughs> no one dies from mosquito bites. Yeah, sure the quirks and flaws is actually uh, my favorite part of most games that have that. So the, right. the ones in these were just hilarious. Well, the thing about this one is, as opposed to other games where quirks and flaws can be manipulated to be a power game mechanic, these are not. They're, they're not. There's no perk. They're, yeah, there, there's no. The flaw. There is no point value that you get back in return for taking these flaws. So you can't power game your guy based upon these flaws. There's it just no... gives you something to work with, like uh, like Mark's wizard with a lisp. That's hilarious. <laughs> right, right. So yeah, I think that the just the small things out, you know, small things that I that I didn't like are outweighed by the things that I do like about the system. I, I, yeah, I totally agree. Um, I, I definitely think we need to play it again. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I don't think we can really get an accurate read on it from right, that one right. quick session. That I was going to say, uh, and then also it was an Errol Otis cover, which is the best old school artist out there. There you go. Oh, there you go. Okay. I'm going to throw my last like in, and then I'll let you all run with it. I love how they do armor. I love that armor is damage reduction. Right. And that that and shields. Shields shields was awesome. It was totally alien. Right. But after you think about it, you're like, yes, that's what you're doing. You're using a shield. To block, so yeah, of yes. course it's, you're getting It's hit. taking the damage. Yes. Right. I, I right. mean, the more I, like, chewed that in my brain, I'm like, that is awesome. The first time I said it to the table, I said, okay, the way a shield works is it's, it makes you easier to hit, but the shield absorbs the damage and anything that gets... But but even if it misses, it's doing half damage. The well, person like hitting you said, you, you want the shield to get hit. Yeah. You're, right. Like I say, it was so completely there. alien, yeah. but whenever yeah. you step back, I mean, it's sense. so... It's, yeah. Well, my question is... It's so simple, it's brilliant. My question is, does the armor have hit points? Uh, the shield there's, or, there's a degradation, yeah. 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 Okay, so they're... they're okay. Yeah. The, the armor has damage reduction. The shield essentially has damage reduction because it can block up to a certain amount of hit points before it goes through. It goes through, through right. Yeah, so yeah. It, was, it was some... Yeah, theoretically, a, a spear or, a, let's say, a lance could go through your shield, but the shield is going to take up some of the damage, and then your armor is going to take up some of the damage, and then you're left with, with the remainder, which may right. or may not still kill you because it's lance right and well we right. didn't we really didn't get into lances and uh like spears and things like I that i think that this is the system to do our all knights campaign an all-nighter no <laughs> yeah that too no Ooh. no like a like a grail knight oh, yeah 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 like just a group of five or six knights questing yeah knights. that makes sense yeah because yeah. armor cool. is a big you know part exactly of that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah i think this would be a great system to play greyhawk great game of thrones Ooh, touche Touché. Yeah, yeah, I can and that, that I think that should be, be cool. that should be our night. I think that's we should play knights in Westeros. 
The only problem with that is I would have to remiss myself from that. Because it's it's a TV show. It's a TV show and it's a book. So You're such a dork. I just can't do that. Okay, well, <laughs> right, well, let's let's go around the table and just say yay or nay. Uh, would you want to do it again? If not, why? If so, why? What did you take away from the night that we had last week when we actually played? And I'll start it off. Um, yes, I would play it again. I I ran it this time. I wouldn't mind playing it. Wouldn't mind running it again. Running it again. Um, I was even toying with the idea of porting my homebrew campaign to it. Um, because the last time I ran my homebrew campaign, it was fourth edition and I mistakenly said anything's, anything goes from any of the books and I got a ridiculous group of <laughs> characters. Yeah, that's I think, I think this, I think the system kind of also lends itself to grit, which is something that you were going for too. Yeah. And so I think that porting it over and, and using that, it, it eliminates the freak factor of those stupid class or stupid character races and things like that. You play a more basic race. You can. So what you're saying is Deuce can't break it. No, I, Deuce can break anything. Um, <laughs> no, what I'm saying is that it's it's complicated, but it's also it, it's simplistic in its um, in its genius. I should say the so things I, that that I tend to uh, look at things that aren't in other games. Like you know, I run D and D so much, so I'm looking at things like uh, the threshold of pain really uh interested me because that's right. something we right. hardly ever do in games and you know I, I like like i said i like games with quirks and flaws which it's not really something that's prominent in D D. they tried to put that stuff in that but uh it seems to work a lot better in this game the shield thing we talked about totally brand new you know it's like it's almost like uh, we never played a game with shields before right well yeah it was because exciting. shields we right. never really i mean if you had a high enough ac or low enough depending on which D you're playing it really didn't yeah. factor in the uh the stat thing is very interesting, too, uh, how they break down the stats. I mean, obviously, we haven't advanced any characters, got any XP to work with, but uh, I think uh, <coughs> that would be pretty interesting. Oh, and the honor thing is definitely new. Yeah, we never honor, got into yeah, that. Yeah, where where you can – everybody gets a mulligan. You know, every game session you get a mulligan, which is nice. I Well, I mean, it's not my turn, but I love the – Thieves luck roll. Yeah, well, it, I have um, as a built-in part of the class that came into play. <laughs> yeah, that did. And I, Boo. Yeah. no, yeah. it wasn't. No, no, no. That's not the way that that the luck worked. Well, if you remember, yeah, but I it's to... what you did was you with with um, you got the mulligan, but then with the luck, you could augment a roll by plus or minus however many points you of your luck you wanted to spend. Right. So you can augment your own roll to make it a hit, or you can augment or subtract from your opponent. So if I rolled and I said, okay, I hit arm you know, I hit you because, you know, I needed this, you and you rolled your defense and went, oof, well I'm gonna add to my defense or I'm gonna take away from your roll to make it so you miss. Uh, yeah, I love well, I love that mechanic. My the thing I did like, and we didn't really realize it until somebody got hurt or I mean, I hadn't really thought about it. When you get hurt, you keep track of each wound separately. Each I love that. Wound. I've yeah. tried to sell that in D and D forever. And each wound has to heal individually. Right. It takes. You can't just heal it instantly. It takes days to heal it. Right. Whereas, like you heal. Essentially, if you really think about it, it's kind of similar. Where you're healing a hit point a day, like in in D and D. But in this one, it's your, your number of days. It's like one less than the number of hit points you have. That's how many days it's going to take for you to heal it. Magical healing accelerates that that process. But I think that's one of the things I know that Mark did not like about it was the fact that the healing was very slow. But anyway, I was also going to say, because this is basic that we played. Yes. Is this not, and I'm holding up the Aces and Eights book for everyone out there in podcast land, is this not 
advanced? Uh, that that I don't know. I know that the Hackmaster Player's Handbook, the new one that's coming out uh, later in September, or maybe even October, will have more races in it, more classes in it, and things like that. I anticipate it to be more like that. It's probably got... And what level was it? Man, that's a heavy book. It oh is. Oh my god, I love it. But I, it's, I, I but think it's it may go up to 20. Book. Yeah. But it's a beautiful book. Just same like they did with uh, with the Hackopedia yeah, Beasts. Yeah. Nice. I mean, that's kind the of leather bound. It that's their should be. They're, yeah. they're worth pro- buying. Pro- your Kenzer Company's production values. I don't think are. There's anybody in the business that's as good. Nobody's as they are. doing nobody. That. Nobody's. I mean, doing you, that. you got you got to go back to Time Life books to get stuff as good as Kenzer Co's making. I would like mm. to go back to Time Life books. Actually, I, I got those <laughs> commercials. I got a whole bunch. I got a whole bunch at work, Dan. If you want to borrow them, I might. So. I got mysterious places. That's the one I always wanted. I, you come borrow, them, man. <laughs> <laughs> We used, to, we used to pour That's over those. Tangent. We used to pour over those when we were kids. We used to use that stuff all the time. Well, anything you use for instance, those Christmas exactly. presents, I never got. <laughs> I only got like four or five each. But Sean, um, I'm all for it. Yeah, I like the game a lot. I thought it was uh, something totally new that I haven't played. So it, was it like, placed your strength of combat. It's yeah, it's, it's a fun uh, combat system. Right, right. And it, well, any game you play, you can inject as much role playing, you know, into it as you as you want. Oh, me and Dan were role playing the crap out of our. Yeah. Our stingy dwarves. I, right. it, oh, well, maybe we need to make dwarven knights because we were all dwarves and it was fun. Or yeah. almost all dwarves. Yeah, maybe the only elf in the group. Screw you, outcast. Yeah. And we come upon, but it works good being a thief. So yeah. we come upon the old woman. I'm not trusted. The old woman in the woods, and I go dibs on the crone. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so I think, well, we could role-play, we could play any game and make it fun, I think. Sure. Uh, that's just a personal opinion, but when it comes to, to you know liking games, rule systems, it's the combat system that everybody thinks about. And I, I, I do enjoy this combat system. It's not easy, but I think it's something that... I, I think it could be if we, if we gave it some time. Well, well yeah, it's just a matter of getting used to it. Yeah, I think it's. I definitely think it's better than than D and D by far. Yeah, I I, I, I enjoyed. It feels like, and, and especially if we were to use the initiative correctly, do it, do I think it would have been. A, it would have felt like a more a flowing right. fight rather than a, my turn, and, your turn. And I don't know turn, why that turn. didn't occur to I don't either know. me or you because well, you know, it was just it was a, it was a major oversight on my part. Uh, especially because I had, I had read the book, right. and the other part was I even printed out the uh, the uh, move track sheet that they they I had did too. I left it at work though. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I left I left it at home, and then it just completely slipped my mind of that's how it worked. So, but I think that it would make it more of a like I said a flowing fight, and it would feel more natural than yeah. a turn base. Yeah. Well, we definitely got to go back to it at some point. Yeah. So I think well, we will. Like I say, I've hit all my, you know, all the things that I like about it. So my review would be: Would I recommend it to somebody with as little exposure to it as I have? I would say yes. I would most certainly recommend it to somebody. Right. I know there are there are some people online that have expressed that they really didn't like it and things like that. I'm wondering. I mean, and everybody has their own opinion. It could have just been some people like uh, less brutal combat and i think this has the the chance to be pretty brutal when it comes to combat sure absolutely you know maybe you need to be in a certain place as a gamer to to appreciate it because i think they're going at it with kind of an old school vibe about it well you, you know what some, it kind of you know what it reminded me of it reminded me of the old days of playing warhammer yeah you know what i'm saying right so without I, the uh, critical effect charts which is ridiculous <laughs> yes <laughs> ridiculous yeah. So I'd also uh, like to point out that uh, we've never played any edition of Hackmaster before. Right. This is our no, very, very first true. try. We've never. Yeah, I thought. Yeah. Um, if I was, we don't count aces and eights. So in essence, we would 
be considered noobs on this. And Absolutely. so the learning curve, you know, we botched the first one perhaps, but I think it's, this Hackmaster Basic might be easier to pick up on than other, uh, you know, games of its type. Well, because it, it uses some of the same, I mean, it uses the same dice as D&D. It uses some of the same terminology as D&D right. also. So I, th- I think that in that it, we can make the bridge the gap. You know, it's not completely alien. I, I think it's the perfect game for somebody who's fed up with Wizards of the Coast that wants to find something new to do. You know, I mean, there's other games, there's other companies you could go to. Sure. But I think Kenzer Co. Uh, has a great product. And I, the other thing, I, th- I would d- definitely recommend Hackmaster simply because if you can play this and you can master it, then you can move on to Aces and Eights. Which is a more complicated de- combat system. But it, it's fun as hell. I mean, it, there's right. there's no doubt about that. Right. And, and and you were just, Mike, just mentioned a second ago about Warhammer with the critical effect charts. That's the thing about Aces and Eights that I think that we all love the most was, oh, oh my God, what, what did we do now? You know, right. <laughs> right. let's flip to it. Let's see what happened. <laughs> right. You know, let's see how bad we messed somebody up. Or, mess, or you got or, messed up. Or you up. got messed up, right. right. There's always that, that fear. I think that uh, I like for what it is. I like the Aces and Eights uh, critical hit chart. I don't know if it would necessarily work so well in Hackmaster because it's no, a fantasy I, I don't setting. Think, no, that's supposed to be more right. of a realistic that's bullets, setting. bullets, and right. we're talking about swords and axes. Right. right. But I don't know. I, I'd be more than happy to take a gun into my Hackmaster game. I, me too. <laughs> <laughs> you could certainly port the two, couldn't you? Yeah, give me a grenade. Uh, <laughs> no. So, okay, here, here. So, yes, recommending it to other people is all well and good, but here's the number one endorsement. Would you buy Hackmaster's material. Yes. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure uh, next payday, I'm well, I, A, I already purchased the Hackmaster Basic. Right. And I'll probably, if it's going to if it's gonna be a leather-bound edition like Aces and Eights, because to this day, I kick myself for not buying it. Right. <laughs> um, if, uh, if it is going to be a leather-bound, I'm probably going to pre-order it next payday. Yeah, that's cool. That's I don't cool. know what the Hackmaster line is. Is there some kind of Game Master's Guide for that system? Um, that remains to be seen with this new edition. Ever since they started with the the new edition, they they separated themselves further from mm-hmm. uh, being a parody game to more of an actual standalone game. So I my knee jerk reaction to your question would be yes, they're going to have something like that because they're going to have a player's book and they're going to have a, a DM's book, you know, things like that. Um, I would I would imagine they'll, they'll all be leather bound. If I hope, I mean, because the the Hacklepedia Beast is gorgeous. The Aces and Eights book is probably the nicest RPG book ever made right well and you know what's funny is about that hacklepedia i showed it to some of the guys on our monday game you know and and how nice it was and things like that and we went through the book and things like that. it has a wow factor it does it it certainly does (laughs) and also on the cover uh there's the the creature's eye and if you kind of hold it at an angle, it looks like the actual eyes poking out, right. which I thought was it's an optical illusion, illusion that this book has, which was really cool. And it's not like a hologram or anything like that. It's it's a regular just sticker, well, but it looks really cool. And, and I'd also like to, to mention that Dan warned me a couple of weeks ago that I needed to get my Aces and Eights book out of Dave's upstairs room, which is not air conditioned. It held up well. This summer has been very brutal, and I'm, I'm holding the book in my hands right now, and it's perfect. Yep. There's not a thing wrong with it. Right. And we can't say the same for books. the D&D books that are no, up there. No. Yeah. Well, the, the binding's very, very well done. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. okay, so um, I think that that'll pretty much be where we'll leave it off. Uh, so, yes, thumbs up for me. 
Hackmaster, I think we'll we'll definitely play it again. Thanks again to the Kinzer guys for giving us the opportunity to check it out. Absolutely, loved it. It was it was a good money making scheme for them. They gave us something free, and then we ended up and we ended money. up buying it. Right? <laughs> oh, is that what they were trying to do? Is that all that yeah, was? It's just good marketing. Yes, we're suckers. The guys are brilliant. <laughs> Send me oh. some more free stuff so I can buy some more stuff. Get it, play it, love it. Follow us on Twitter. We are at Gamers Table, and like us on Facebook. You have been listening to Gamers Table, brought to you by Side Tangent Productions. Visit us at www.gamerstable.com. Products and intellectual property discussed during this podcast are the properties of their respective owners. This production is for entertainment purposes only. Any commercial broadcast is prohibited without the express consent of Side Tangent Productions.